Welcome to Expected Points, a quick look at stats, trends, and trivia in the world of tennis. My name is Jeff Sackman from TennisAbstract.com, and it is Wednesday, June 23rd. Each day, I select three numbers to highlight the latest news in the sport, and today, those numbers are 45%, 20 and $565,530. The first number is 45%, the fraction of Matteo Berrettini's service points that he wins with two shots or fewer based on 10 charted matches in the last 52 weeks. 45% ranks him fourth among all men, behind monster servers John Isner, Riley Opelka, and Milos Ronic. What sets Berrettini apart is that when the serve does come back, he immediately finishes the point more than anyone else on tour. Few stats seem more indicative of grass court potential, and sure enough, Berrettini won the ATP 500 Queens Club event last week, his second grass court title in only seven tournaments on the surface. Fast courts not only juice his serve plus one game, but they also allow his serve to approach Isner Ronich levels. At Queens, he hit aces on more than one-fifth of his service points, up from 14% in his career on grass and 12% overall. Berrettini is up to second on the Tennis Abstract grass court ELO ratings, offering Italians a ray of hope that a countryman might finally win a singles title at the All England Club. Our second number is 20, the number of career matches that Sam Querrey has won in a deciding set tiebreak. Number 20 came yesterday, as Querrey knocked out qualifier Roberto Carballes Baena in Mallorca, despite winning only 49% of total points. Tiebreaks seem like they should be right up the alley of the big-serving American, but in fact, his career record in breakers is worse than 50-50. And despite the raw tally of deciding set tiebreaks won, his record when the match is on the line is even worse. Against those 20 deciding set wins, Query owns 28 losses, including 8 in a row in 2017 and 2018. Squeaking through against Carballes is a step in the right direction, as he had already lost two third set breakers in the last month, including one in Halle to Hugo Ombert, who he faces again today. At Wimbledon, of course, there is no deciding set tiebreak at 6-6, but Query has already gone beyond 6-all in the final set four times in his career at the All England Club, and with his penchant for extremely narrow margins, his opponents at Wimbledon this year should strap in for a long ride. Today's third and final number is $565,530, the total financial commitment of this week's WTA event in Eastbourne. It sounds like a lot of money, especially for a stop most players use as a warm-up before Wimbledon, but it's about $80,000 less than the men's prize pool and $160,000 less than the total financial commitment of the concurrent ATP event. The men's and women's tours are independent entities that happen to play joint events from time to time, so it's rare that a joint event will have the equal prize money that the slams offer. Sometimes that's fine. Every year, some people get up in arms about the gender discrepancy at the City Open in Washington, D.C., where the men's prize pool is much greater. In D.C., the men play a 500-level event while the women play a 250, and WTA stars chasing a bigger payday have other choices. But in Eastburn, it's the women contesting a 500 with five top teners in the draw. The men are playing in 250 with no top 15 players participating. Whatever the underlying issues with sponsors and media rights, it's grossly inappropriate that with the sole exception of the two finalists, the men will make more money this week at Eastburn. That's it for today's episode of Expected Points. Please let me know what you think about the show on Twitter at Tennis Abstract and help others find the show by leaving a review on iTunes. You can subscribe in your favorite podcast player and every episode as well as full transcripts can be found at TennisAbstract.com. Thanks for listening.